Welcome to Kingdom Business News and Interviews with Essence E, where there is inspiration in every interview and hope in every topic. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to my show. I'm your host, Essence E, and I pray you guys are having a beautiful day out there today. I pray you guys will continue to push forward in the purpose that God has given you. Amen. Keep pushing forward in the kingdom no matter what. I mean, there are a lot of people who are making a lot of noise right there, and I just want to say God bless you, God keep you, and always keep going forward in the Lord no matter what people may say. Amen. So today... Before, before I get started with the title of the show, I just want to say this real quick, that I'm not trying to come after anyone. I just want to bring awareness to this issue within the body of Christ. And I think this is a very, uh, very important topic to discuss. So let's get started. So today we're going to be talking about rap music in the kingdom and how people think only certain types of Christian music can glorify God. And I was inspired to do this show because I saw a Facebook post and it just brought condemnation and brought all types of all types of things. Self-righteousness was in was in was in that post. And you know, they were coming down on people who do love Christian rap. And I really wanted to talk about this today. So let's get started. So for me, I believe any music could glorify God rap, rock, contemporary, and even heavy metal Christian music. But some people don't think like that. They think only certain music God wants to hear. But let me tell you, if you are glorifying God through through Christian rap, that's one of the sweetest sounds to him. See, God loves when we praise him. And for some people to say that Christian rap can't reach people, I believe that's an ignorant state statement to make. And I'm just going to say that. I think it's very ignorant to say that God, that God can't get the glory through Christian rap. Very, very, I think that's one of the most ignorant things that I've, I've ever heard. I'm, I'm just saying, you know, I have seen kids and adults change their lives through through Christian rap because the words the person's testimony was relatable to them you know some people can be very self-righteous and put God into a box and don't think God can use anyone or anything for his glory I know that you know Christian rap I mean it, it, it can sound like maybe some you know can sound like the secular world and their rap like Tupac or Biggie or or any of them people Kanye but when you're doing it from your heart for the glory of the Lord. That is a beautiful sound to him. 
truly a beautiful sound to him. You know, and some people like to listen to certain things that are relatable to their life. A lot of these Christian rappers have came from the streets. They came from the streets and now they're rapping for Christ. And let, let me give you, let, let me talk about someone here. Let me talk about the rapper Tupac Shakur. Now I used to, now I, 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 I listened to his stuff. I used to listen to some of his stuff and his lyrics, his rapping was so true. His poetry was sick, but it spoke truth about what, what's going on the, in the streets and about life. And, you know, and there are a lot of rappers who used to use rap for the streets, but now they're rapping for Christ. So are you saying that God can't take what the enemy used for evil and turn it into good? That he can't take that person's craft and use it for his glory? Are we saying that God cannot take rap and use it for his glory? Because it sounded like that when I was reading that post. It sounded like they were bringing condemnation to those who listen to it and to those who rap. See, God can use anyone, a sinner, a Christian, anyone for his glory. And God be using people who do not know that they are being used. They do not know that they're being used. God can use you without even knowing it. He truly, truly can. So if we're saying we have an almighty God, if we're saying that our God is all powerful, omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient, and, and all these things, what makes you think that he cannot use rap for his glory? He can. I've seen it happen. He can. So why do we always put God in a box? Why do we always limit his power and his glory? He's God. He can do anything. So why do we limit him? One of the answers I came up with is self-righteousness. Like, I'm not trying to come down on anyone. If you don't like rap, you don't like Christian rap. Okay, you like something else. But don't bring people into condemnation. Don't bring people into condemnation. However the Holy Spirit moves in their lives, that's between them and God. Don't say Christian rap is not of God when the lyrics from artists like Seven, you know, I'm throwing a few names out there that I know. Brian Trejo, Lecrae, uh, uh, men like Ho, like Goye, his, uh, Goye and Antoine Hill and Coach Calico, the community king, he does some rap. Ty Tribbett, Andy Mino, Bizzle, and, and Angie Rose. She, she's, a, she's a female hip-hop Christian artist. So how can you say that these people testimony and a lot of people who, who know the people I'm, that i'm naming they know these people testimony how can you say that what they went through the trenches of uh, everything that they have been through in their life and now they're rapping for jesus how are you gonna say that that's not god they have been doing their best in this kingdom to win souls for Jesus. And you want to bring condemnation just because uh, you don't think it's the right music? Their testimonies have influenced a lot of people to turn their lives around in the body of Christ. That's what I'm saying. God can use anything, anyone, any music, anything to bring, to bring, it, to bring it closer to him, to bring that person closer to them. So if you guys can't see that, out there that's fine but don't bring condemnation or self-righteousness to someone else's walk with christ don't bring that into their life don't if you think what you think okay 
but don't say that it's not of God. Don't say that, oh, that's impossible. God would not do that. You are limiting our father in heaven. When God is everything, God can do anything. So how can you fix your mouth to sit up here and say that God cannot do that? How can you say Christian rap can't be influential in someone's life? And that's what I have a problem with. You know, I don't want to fight with people on social media because it's a waste of time and that's how the enemy comes in. But I'm not I'm not going to sit here and let you bring condemnation to people to people who have found inspiration, motivation and in, in, in other people's, you know, in people's Christian rap. The people who have changed their lives around are not trying to rent souls for Christ. Not only through rapping, but through their testimony, through everything that they have been through, that God is using their craft. God is using their craft for his glory to bring more souls to him. So how can you sit up there and say that God can't do that? We are limiting God. You should not limit our father in heaven because God can do anything. God works mysteriously within the mist. You know, we don't may not understand everything that he does, but he work, but he's working within the mist. He is working. Don't be sleeping on God. You know, a lot of times I'll be thinking, some people be thinking, oh, God is just sitting up there watching everything. God is working. God is working. He's working on our behalf. He is always working. He wants more souls to come to him. He doesn't want to see, he does not want to see anyone going to hell because hell is meant for the devil and his angels. We need to stop being so narrow-minded, everybody. We need to stop condemning people just because they don't walk, they don't talk, they don't look a certain way to us. Like I said, God can do anything. And, you know, and, and, it, and, it's an, and it's another thing, you know, people want to bring condemnation when people go into church dressed a certain way or if they're wearing jeans and things like that. But God is not looking at all that. God is not looking at that at all. He is looking at someone's heart. You know, a pastor, a pastor did this thing a long time ago where they did not recognize him. He came in as a poor person. He muddied up his face, wore these raggedy, probably smelly clothes. Do you know not one person, not one person in that church would talk to him. They would just look at him like he was crazy. He, he just sat there. He just sat there. Nobody would talk to him. He sat up there for a while. But no, everybody was just looking at him, giving him crazy looks, looking down on him. So then after a while, the poor man went out and then the pastor came in. And he, he, he said, you know, I was that man sitting right there. He just wanted to see where everybody's hearts were. And he said he was very disappointed because we as the body of Christ need to embrace our brothers and sisters. We need to embrace them and to help them. Was anybody helping them, helping that man, helping the pastor? No. They didn't help him. They were just looking down on him, looking down their nose at him. And there are times when people have entered the church with jeans on or the, he may, the, a person may have a chain around his neck. And then some people be like, oh, you have to leave. How are you going to turn away from someone who's trying to find something? Whenever someone who comes in there that looks like that, they're trying to find something. How can you turn someone, someone away just based off they look? How can you do that? How can you do that? We're supposed to be the body of Christ. We're supposed to love one another. And yet you turn someone away because they're wearing some jeans and a chain. 
and their and their and their and their, and their clothes were baggy. I always say that when I see someone, they're looking for something. They're looking for something to find something to find someone because there's a there there's something in their heart that that's longing for something. And when you turn that away and send them back there out there into the world, when they're trying to come into the kingdom. Man, that is the saddest thing I've ever seen and have ever heard in my life. It's not right. So how are you going to down other people because they like Christian rap? Or people who do Christian rap trying to inspire other people that there is a better life. There is a better way. You don't have to be out here in these streets hustling and doing all these things. There's a better life for you. There's a better life. And that Christ, he is the one. He is the one that can get you out of the trenches. He is the one that can change your life around. But a lot of people don't get to know that know that testimony because everybody is looking at the appearance of others. See, this is why God says he looks at the heart. He doesn't care what you look like. He doesn't care if you have a Maserati. He doesn't care if you have a Louis Vuitton. He does not care if you have a Birkin bag. He doesn't care if you have all those things. If your heart ain't right, he ain't looking at it. He's looking down in your heart. He does not care what you look like or what you got. Because technically, at the end of the day, everything belongs to him. That Louis Vuitton bag, that's God's. Birkins, God's. Coaches, God's. Uh, Nike's, God's. It all belongs to him. So at the end of the day, God is looking at someone's heart. He is not looking at someone's appearance. If someone's wearing baggy jeans and stuff like that, when they walk up in the church, like I said, they're looking for something. They're looking for something. So how are you going to bring condemnation to someone just by base how they look? How are you going to bring condemnation to someone just because they rap Christian rap? They're rapping for Christ. They are rapping for the Lord. They're taking their craft. What they, what they were rapping down the streets with and they turned their life around and now they're rapping for Christ, trying to bring souls to him through their testimony and their lyrics when they're rapping. And you're going to sit up here and say to me that that's not of God? You're going to sit up here and say to me that God cannot use people like that? You have got to be kidding me. You are limiting him. You are limiting our father in heaven. And he is limitless. He can do anything. Like I said, God works in the midst. Don't be thinking that God is just sitting up on his throne and just watching all of this. He is working in the midst. He tr- He wants to bring more souls to him. And he uses us to do that. But sometimes we get so much of our self-righteousness within us. We get a Pharisaic spirit. Oh, no, we don't want to help them because they look a certain way or they talk a certain way. We need to step out of that. We need to truly step out of that because there's so many souls who need help out here. And yet we are too blinded by their appearance. We're too blinded by the way they talk to even say a word to them. And another thing that I want to talk about is when people are uh, talking about Hillsong or Elevation Worship, uh, these are just the name of two. I know there are more out there. They say they can't listen to it because of the scandal that's in the church. But the people who are singing those songs, we don't know if they had a part of that or not. See, before scandal, we sit up there, we sing that songs, and we begin filled with the Holy Spirit and stuff. When they be singing all these songs that inspire us, that move our hearts and worship it and, and worship it within those songs. And then all of a sudden, now we can't listen to it because of X, Y, and Z, because this is happening within the church, that this is going on and everything else. There's, there's, there's a whole lot of things that go on in the church that should not be going on. No church is perfect. I'm just going to, I'm saying that right now. No church is perfect. 
No one is perfect. People fall. People make mistakes each and every single day. But the condemnation, it truly has to stop. We have to stop doing this to people, bringing condemnation into their lives when, when they don't even deserve it. See, just because someone does something or a whole bunch of people in the church does something, that does, that does not mean you, you blame the other people too who are not doing that. The people who are singing them songs are probably not involved in the scandal that we think that they are. I, I have really thought and prayed a, a lot about this. And I'm like, we're not listening to their songs because of the things that they said. But before that, before we even before we even knew that, but we were ignorant of it. We were up there worshiping, say we were getting filled with the Holy Spirit. So now you mean to tell me that you can't get with the get filled with the Holy Spirit anymore over that song that did give it to you? Obviously, you can't do that no more just because of scandal. No. Like I say, God can use anyone, whether they know it or not. He can use anyone, use anyone. God knows everything. He knows that person's heart. He knows how that person's going to turn out at the end of the day. And he still uses them. There are people who have been born. They're, they're, they're supposed to be, be here and, they, and they're doing wrong. God can still use them for, for a purpose. And they don't even know it. They don't even know it. That's why I'm saying everyone here on this earth has a purpose. Every last single individual who has been born to this earth, they have a purpose. God has a purpose for them. Even if they go for it or not, go for their true purpose or not, they're going to serve God in some type of way. Everyone is. They are going to serve him in some type of way, whether you like it or not. If you don't belong to Christ, you're still getting used somehow. Trust and believe that anyone can, sinner, Christian, whoever, will be used for his glory. So why do we bring condemnation when we don't know that person's soul? We don't know them fully. I'll give you an example. Lauren Daggle, she was one of the most popular Christian artists in the world. But when she went on the Ellen DeGeneres show and said what she said and how and, and, and said what she said about the comment, if you want to look it up, you can. It's on YouTube. People don't want to want to hear her music no more all of a sudden. They don't want to hear it because she said what she said. But you were worshiping, worship, doing worship uh, music and listening to it before being filled with the Holy Spirit and everything else. And now all of a sudden you can't do it because of what she said, because of the mistake that she made, whether she knowing or, or, or not the mistake that she made. You know, I said the same thing myself. Don't get me wrong, but I really thought about this. And I said to myself, before I even knew that her songs truly touched me, her songs touched me. They touched something in my spirit. The Holy Spirit was was moving in that song. So how are you trying to say the Holy Spirit can't move in that song no more just because she said what she said? Like I said, God can use anyone or anything sinner. He already knows how they're going to turn out. He can use anybody. So you mean to tell me that, that he couldn't do that? Let me give you another example. There's a movie called Left Behind where the, where the pastor, he preached so well. He was a great pastor. And you knew that he was going to disappear with all those people. But guess what, ladies and gentlemen? He did not, but the rest of his congregation did. Let me tell you something. God can use anyone, anyone or anything. That man was used to preach to a congregation, and he didn't even believe the gospel himself, and he preached so good. He preached so good, ladies and gentlemen. But And they believed it within their heart, but he didn't. He didn't believe in Christ. He did not believe in Christ. But God still used him. God already knew it. He already knew how his life was going to be after that. Knew he was going to be left behind. Knew he was going to be a believer after that. But God still used him. 
he still uses people for his glory it doesn't it does not matter what they've done it doesn't it doesn't matter where they're going god is still go use you if you like it or not and he's go use you and you probably won't even know it so we need to stop this we need to stop this god knows all he sees all he knows someone's heart and we all have to work out our own individual relationships with him and we need to stop bringing condemnation to those who are finding finding God through through the music, through the, through the Christian rap music that they speak about, that they talk about in there. We need to stop bringing condemnation, saying that that God, uh, that oh, that they're they're sitting and saying and saying all these ignorant things that they should be saying. And I'll give you another example. If anybody knows the singer Sam Cooke. Let me give you an example about him. Now, Sam Cooke did 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 that song that was very influential in the civil rights movement. A change is gonna come. That that's a very beautiful song. I li- I listen to it every now and then. And he was, if anyone does not know this, he did Christian music. He was with a group called the Soulsters. He even wrote a song in the church pew called Near My God to Thee. He wrote that song. He wrote that song. He also wrote another song, Touching Him of His Garment. He sung songs like uh, Wonderful as well. And then I believe he went to he went to secular music. So God knew Sam Cooke's heart. God knew who he was. And God still used him. He knew where Sam Cook, where his life was going to go, whether it would have been good or bad. He still, but God still used him. That is my point here. It's my, that's my point. God can use rap, rock. I don't care what kind of music there is out there for his glory. Satan, he does the same thing. He could take, he takes Christian songs and turn them into secular. So if Satan is out there uh, influencing other people, don't you think God can do the same thing? I believe so. I believe so. So people need to stop putting God in a box. People need to stop bringing condemnation to other people, to other to, to other people who, who feel inspired by listening to Christian rap because it's relatable to them. It is relatable to them because these people, they're not, the, the, the artists out there, they're not rapping for the streets no more. They're rapping for Christ. And I have to say they're all, all the people that I named on this show, they're all doing a fine job of it. So I want to read, I want to say something else before the show is we tend to be self-righteous and put God in the box. We miss out seeing God's miracles and glory. We miss out at seeing God's miracles and glories because we're too blinded. We are too blinded by our own preconceived notions on how something is supposed to go. That's how the Pharisees missed out on Christ. They were so busy worried about their appearance, their power, their position, that they missed out on God's true glory. They missed out on Christ because of their own preconceived notions on how something is supposed to go. So I'm just want to say this, and I'm going to leave it at that. Don't miss out on God's glory, seeing God's miracles. Don't miss out on that just because you can't, you can't see how God can use, can use someone who raps or who does other things within the body of Christ because you, because you can't see them. You can't see that like, oh, no, I can't see how God uses that. That was in the secular world. And I just can't see how God can. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. God can do everything. He is omnipotent, omnipresent, uh, omniscient. He can do anything. He can. And we need to stop with our 
preconceived notions on how things are supposed to be because God works in mysterious ways and we need to stop putting him so much in a box. So I want to read a couple verses that uh, uh, you can meditate on. It says in Romans 14, 1, as for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but not to quarrel over opinions. And another one is Proverbs 13, 12. Now this one's real. Uh, well, they're all real, but this one, this one really got me. There are those who are clean in their own eyes, but are washed of their filth. And that verse represents how the Pharisees were. So just, just think on the lines of that. Don't say that this is not right, that this is not clean enough when you have your own filth in your life. Don't do that. Stop bringing condemnation to people who who love Christian rap, who feel the spirit of God through Christian rap. Stop bringing that to them. You don't know what, what they've been through. You don't know them. You don't know their heart or their intention. So stop. So that is my show for today, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you guys really got something from it. And like, like I said, I want to talk about this because when I saw that, I just found it to be, saw that post and it was, it was put on my heart to do this show. I just felt, like I said, it was just very ignorant and you put God in a box and God can use anyone or anything for his glory. And I just want people to know to stop to stop doing that, because like I said, God, he's he's limitless. He can do anything he wants to do. He can use anyone he wants to. He can. People get used and God doesn't and and they don't even know they're being used by God. So. So I want to thank you guys for tuning in to this show. I pray that, you know, you are inspired by the things that I've said. If you're you're not, still God bless you, you know, because we all have different opinions. We can discuss things, but we don't have to fight over, over things. We don't have to fight. We can discuss, but we don't ever have to fight or bring the enemy into, into any of this. Because like I said, people are going to have their own opinions. But like I, like I said, j- just don't bring the condemnation because you don't know. You're not supposed to bring condemnation to people like that. You're not. So. Okay, so what's up next? I'm, ho- I'm hoping in the, well, I have announcements. <laughs> I'm hoping in the first of the year, I will be starting back with interviews. I know I've said that on, pre- on some shows before, and I really am hoping to bring you more, to bring you more good content, great interviews, great discussions. And like I say, I just pray that each and every person gets something from my show. Um, if you want to listen to more of my episodes, they're here on, they are here on Anchor. I have a YouTube called SSE News and Exclusive Interviews. If you want to go check out my uh, some of my interviews on there and some other shows that I've done, you know, go check it out. Please, please download, share, come and support. J- just come and support. You know, when you download and share my stuff, that is major support. Or if you want to donate 99 cents, 499 or 9.99 a month to this show, you you can all if you want to sow a seed, you can do that as well. If you can't do that, just please just keep me in prayer. Keep me in prayer. That that's one of the best things in the world. Truly is. So I want to thank you guys for tuning into the show. And next up, this song that I have, this is by Go Ye, and it's featuring Rush Shanks, a nonfiction, and Deja Lynn. You can find this song on all the digital platforms out there, Spotify, Pandora. You can find you can find it anywhere anywhere. This is a great, 
great and awesome song go show go show them some support go show them support download their music go and download it get hype with it because they are really doing amazing things in the body of christ so i want to thank you guys for tuning into the show i pray that you be inspired and to always keep pushing forward in your purpose for the lord because we all have purpose we all have purpose. God has a purpose and plan for your life. Always know that. Always know it. Believe it and receive it. Know that God is for you. He is never against you. And know to always to keep going. Go listen to what the naysayers say. Listen to what God has told you. Always listen to what God has told you. You may not see it trickling right now, whatever he told you. But if he said he was going to do it, he's going to do it for you. He really and truly is. So be inspired. Be innovative. Talk to people. Talk to people about Christ, make someone's day, do something good for for the day. And and just remember that we are all here. We are all here. We are all here and we all need to be doing our part. We all need to be getting out there and changing and and saving souls, saving souls, leading them to Christ. Because he who wins the souls is wise. So let's do that, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get on out there. Let's go for our purposes. Let's always keep pushing forward and never letting anyone or anything stop us from doing so. So I want to thank you guys again. I love you and God bless you all. The Lord rain at dinner bell. I'm at the table and I'm sitting well In the presence of my enemies Through him I'm reaping everything Dinner, dinner, dinner Yeah, we breaking bread Dinner, dinner, dinner Break bread, cooking it up to get them fed God giving out grace, homies will buy your head Take a seat, let's eat Welcome to the feast I bring it right to your door, boy, like Uber Eats Pick the dish, five rolls and two fish With a cup of that living water, so take a sip I'm trying to get them on that manna from heaven Trying to chef it up right for my sisters and brethren You ain't no boy, the bread is 11 Roman 7, homie, this is food for thought We serving seconds We at the party, turning water to wine This is so divine, boy, I get my food from the vine You wanna play with the devil, but that food don't play You put that fire to your body like it's creme brulee I'm trying to rise to the top like souffle We serving all you can eat like buffet The Lord rang that dinner bell I'm at the table and I'm sitting well In the presence of my enemies Through him I'm reaping everything Dinner, dinner, dinner Yeah, we breaking bread Dinner, dinner, dinner The Lord keep us fed Me and the Lord on a dinner date I owe the pig, got his word on my dinner plate too much, I got wind to break. Demons in the room, I clear them out when I ventilate. My elbows on top, I know how rude it is. But I need my hands ready for them Judas's. God prepared me a table right in front of them. To show the blessings reap when the food is here. Your boy is one again without the uterus. What's on that baby food when I was new to this? After I eat, you know I'm on mission. Shanks will always go here cause God is non-fiction. We eat good when the Lord cooks. Recipes coming straight from the Lord's book. 
Sweet communion with the master, we will starve never I'm at the table with kings eating on horse and pepper The Lord reign at dinner bell I'm at the table and I'm sitting well In the presence of my enemies Through him I'm reaping everything Pull out the silverware and fought to carry gold plates. No more similar, we roll now we eat steak. Matthew 514 takes you straight through the bone marrow. Penetrate the heart like an arrow. In the studio, we chop it up like Bobby Flay. Dissect your scriptures down the middle like filet. Moon young, but you get none. You ain't got the sun. You always on the run. So run for his run. I'm hungry for that word like a grizzly or the Yeti. And it says the revelations is my meatballs and spaghetti. Yeah, I gotta share it. Cause God told me to. Gotta preach that holy gospel on the street inside the booth. Uh, don't need a bib. No longer wretched mess. Eating recipes by the eyes so it's chef. Keep us fed.